Hey, this is Wilson. I'm with Galvis. No Jason this week. Um, how you doing, Galvis? What's going on, man? I'm in a great mood. Real good mood. Right. Um, Galvis has a, a burst of energy right now uh, because he was able to successfully pre-order the, uh, the PS5, which was, uh, uh, you know, went up for, uh, you know, pre-release. Um, what do they call it? And you can buy it for pre-order. pre-sale. Yeah, pre-order, pre-sale, pre-order. Um, and able, you know, it's you know, so many people were you were on it, and God was just so excited that he was able to to get in there and get his. Um, I, but, but I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm actually excited about this episode because you know, I mean, you you were dick riding the Clippers all season long, and um, yeah, so. Right, so we're gonna talk about the, we're gonna talk about the Clippers collapse. Then we're gonna talk about how the Lakers um, match up with the Nuggets, and we'll get some into the uh, the Eastern Conference uh, Finals that's going on right now between uh, Miami and um, and Boston. But yeah, man, the Clippers uh, one of the most bizarre collapses in the history of one just one of this one of the, the last three games of that series. Uh, some of the most bizarre stuff I've ever seen. The Clippers blew a 16-point lead in Game 5 with a chance to close it out. A 19-point lead in Game 6 with a chance to close it out. A 12-point lead in Game 7 with a chance to salvage the collapse. And they lose three straight games <laughs> to the Nuggets. And the Clippers have still never made a Western Conference Final. Now, even in this first year with this Kawhi Leonard, Paul George. They're 0-8. They're zero and eight in yes. potential closeout games to make it to the Western Conference Finals. But right. I want to I want to recap just a little bit when we did our when we did our um, predictions, and you just said I, I think you even had the Lakers losing in what five or six. You were just so, you know, um, you know, you were just so adamant that the Clippers were going to win. And one thing I did notice, and if you look back. That Portland game, right? When Damian Lillard missed those free throws and you saw Patrick Beck, like, you could tell that this team, their their mind wasn't, they thought that because they had Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, they they were acting like they were the Western Conference Finals, I mean, like the, the, the NBA reigning champions, you know? And if you look back at the Jordan, the, the, the Jordan, um, 90s Bulls, the Detroit teams uh, from the from the 2000s, the Spurs teams, the Lakers teams. They didn't have that BS on the benches for Patrick Beverly and then Paul George and and Marcus. They, dude, you could tell they were going to be in a lot of trouble, you know. And they were they, you know, deep team on paper, but. So, so now you got to ask yourself, okay, is it a, is it a franchise? Is it a curse? Is it Doc Rivers? Is it Paul George? Is Kawhi? Obviously, Kawhi's a top three player, but you know, I mean, look at his championship run. He won it with the old Tim Duncan, the old Manu, and the old Tony Parker, but they were still pretty good players. And then he beat a, a, a Golden State team. Was no KD and Clay Thompson who didn't play in the fourth quarter. Game six, Clay, and that game, Clay looked like he was gonna go for fifty, right? Right. Um, and so, uh, pandemic P, 
aka play uh playoff P. AKA you know? George Paul. Paul George. George Paul. That's what um, Skip calls him. <laughs> oh, George Paul. But one thing I wanted to ask you, I don't know if you read into this or saw into this. Did you see what happened after the game? The con the, the interviews? With with Paul? With with PG? And and a couple of the other players. Yeah, they're a making couple of them, like, excuses. <laughs> but a couple of them said chemistry. Now. Yeah. Now. Which is an or, excuse. But yeah, and there was no there was no chemistry problems when they were up three one. Three one, yeah. LeBron and AD, this was their first year ever playing together. But what I'm thinking, and I, I think Brian Windhorst said it. He, the, there's got to be something going on in the back that we probably don't even know about because if you think if you go back to the start of the season, Kawhi. Didn't want to play any back-to-backs. Um, Paul George was injured. And it's kind of like, well, how can Doc Rivers command respect of a team and he's letting Kawhi Leonard just do whatever he wants, you know? And we were talking about this off the record a couple of days ago. That's why, um, that's why Kawhi and Greg Popovich probably didn't get along because, you know, they um, – you know, Pop was old school, and Kawhi just, you know, with Uncle Dennis, he wanted to just run the franchise like it was his, like it was an AA team, like, you know. But um, I, I didn't expect the Clippers to lose either. I'm not saying I, you know, I, but, I mean, are they just cursed? Are they like the Browns or the Lions where they just, for whatever reason, they just can't seem to win? Yeah, you know, that's I mean, my because think about it. Oh, oh, sorry to cut you off. In 2015, Houston, they blew a similar lead. I think it was like 19-point lead with James Harden on the bench. And this was a, a, a Clipper team that had Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, and DeAndre Jordan all in their prime. And they lost at home, if you don't remember, with James Harden on the bench, bro. They lost that game. Right, that was the the game six, and they were up three one in that series. Yeah, so, and I think that, weren't they up three one against Phoenix as well? No, well, back no, when Elton Brand, when Elton Brand and no, no, and, no, no, they weren't up three one in that series. Lakers blew a three one lead to Phoenix that year. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, there you go. But um, yeah, man. But yeah, um, it was one of the strangest things I've ever seen. You brought up the curse, uh. My buddy Sark at the towards the end of game six, uh, he he said he goes you know uh, unreal man the Clipper Clipper curse because uh, it was just shocking to see them and I don't remember they had a sixteen point lead in game in game five I don't remember I don't know if you remember if that was was that a second half lead or a first half lead um both games were they were leading big going about to go into half. And then Denver kind of erased the deficit, and then they just took right. over at the beginning of the third. So it's not like they collapsed like 19 points in the fourth quarter or in the second. It was like at one point they were down by 19. Right, but but regardless, you know, I mean, yeah. you're trying to get to the your first conference final. You know, you're clearly. I mean, it was same. I mean, if you're you're up three one, and then in each game, games five through seven, you have double digit leads. It's like you have the better team. You have mm-hmm. Kawhi Leonard. You have all these guys. Why can't you close it out? 
And people have, you know, I, I said, well, maybe it's just, it's just the fact that they, um, that, that they, every championship team has to go through those, like those growing pains, you know, it's very rare mm-hmm. that you see a team other than like, you know, that Celtics team in 2008, they won in their first year yeah. together, pretty much it, whether it's Jordan's Bulls or the Kobe Shaq Lakers, you know, any, any, any of these teams, uh, even LeBron's heat, they didn't win their first year. You know, the Warriors had to go a couple of years where they didn't win, you know, in 13 and 14 under Mark Jackson. So it usually takes, you know, at least you got to take some bumps before you get there. But it's like, I mean, I guess you could chalk up to that or, you know, the chemistry thing, you know, even though it's an, it's an excuse, it's like, I understand what they were saying about like when it, you know, when it got down to it and things are falling apart, you need to know, okay, well, what do we, what do we do? You know, like Shaq and Coach, like the Lakers always knew, you know, I mean, but it's like, I mean, you know, as far as the Clippers meant, you know, as far as, uh, you know, guys getting in their spots and stuff like that. Uh, but at the same time, you have Kawhi Leonard. I, that was the strangest part to me is how like Kawhi Leonard was so and, listless. And, and you're up, and you're up three one, and you have them on the the you have them on the ropes, man. Like, and then you allow, like, you allow them to come back in. For, all right, cool. Game five, you let it slip up. But all right, it's game six. You're up nineteen, and I didn't see those games, so I don't know if. Kawhi, if 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 uh, Doc Rivers got a little complacent, if he took out Paul George, and, but I mean, you know, it's just uh, you know, and then and then it's crazy. You got it like you got to give credit to Denver. Two series in a row, you come back three one. You know, um, it's, like, it's like they said. And, yeah, uh, you know, they're playing. They're playing with no um, with how like they have no. Yeah, they have nothing to lose, you know. And there's the same thing going to happen against the Lakers. We'll talk about that in a second. But you know, and it's like almost like you know, I remember you know, uh, like Juan Manuel, Manuel Marquez, and you know, the thinking was back. You know, like he used to get knocked down. He get knocked down against Pacquiao, against Michael Castillas, different people. And the thinking was the fight doesn't start until Juan Manuel Marquez gets knocked down, because he would always come back, yeah. you know, with all with his guts and his yeah. heart and his skill. And he knew, are, he knew. Yeah, I'll get knocked. I'll, I'll get knocked down. Yeah, I'll get knocked down six times, but I, that means I just got to knock him out. Yeah, yeah but, he's gonna come still, back. Okay, before we before we go on to the Lakers, um, you still haven't given me an answer. What is it about the Clippers franchise that it's it's? I mean, this is their. Like you're up three one, you got potentially the best player in the league, um, or at the least best team they've, top you know, the best, yeah, best team they've ever had. The deepest you know? team to have a six man. They're up three one. Like, what is it? Is it is it a curse or is it? I mean, because yeah, see, and I don't. I, I used to believe in curses and stuff, but I like to think yeah. like being a man of science now. I'm less like immature. Yeah. But you know, it's, it's just weird. Important. It was so weird. It was just it doesn't, it doesn't yeah. really no way to like, describe it to make like, sense. Like to go a little off topic, like if you look at the Browns. This is probably the most talented Browns team since maybe Jim Brown was playing. Mm-hmm. And you know, you got Odell, who's obviously a top five receiver. You got Landry. You got Kareem Hunt. Like you just got all these weapons, and it just 
they just can't seem to, you know, draft the right quarterback. Like the, they can't draft the right quarterback. They can't, you know. But that's what I said. Like the Clippers have made almost every right move. You know, even going so far as to, you know, they a lot of people wanted Marcus Morris. The Lakers wanted Marcus Morris. The Clippers got yeah. him. They then they got Reggie Jackson, who I think he didn't play much the last series, but you know, he's yeah. the guy who's you know who's proven some things when he was in Detroit and Oklahoma City. You know, he can play. So getting those little pieces yeah. that just bolster your your you know, your bench or whatever. And it's like they just if you got the owner, I think it's no more Donald Sterling. You I got, think, you know, this guy, this yeah. guy who's worth $40, 50000000000 billion, also, you know? I also think Doc Rivers might just be a better coach when he, bent, when he, when he has to coach. And when he has less to work with, when there's no yes, expectations. Like he, did, like he did last year, like he did mm-hmm. last year. And so it's like, you know, um, he got, he, you know, he beat the Lakers that one year, but that was it, man. That was that was literally it. And so, you know, is 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 Doc Rivers gone? Is is Steve Ballmer gonna go all all in for Greg Popovich? You know, I would follow Steve Ballmer. I tell Greg Popovich, what do you want? Here's a blank check. What do you want? You can make any roster move you want. I would go all in on Greg Popovich if I was the Clippers. I mean, you could see. But obviously, the problem is that Kawhi would have to sign off on it, and yeah. you know things didn't end well. But um, yeah, man. I mean, it just and you know me being the ultimate Laker fan, I'm just so happy because dude, Clipper fans are the most annoying people. They're like the little brother. They don't shut the fuck up. Um, you know, um, they just. You know, they're the Clippers, man. They're, but yeah, you know, we're the we're the we're the we're the, the Bentley. They're the Chrysler three hundred. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, you mentioned Kawhi, and he'd have to sign out, sign off on it. With all the success he's had after getting three one like that, you know, uh, I don't know. He yeah. might have to just take whatever Steve Ballmer <laughs> serves him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. now the only then, thing is that remember. He has to kind of be on Kawhi's good side because Kawhi, Kawhi can opt out. He yeah. can opt out after next year. Oh, that's so true. In, and Paul George can opt out as well. And if they get if they get bounced again next year, then because I think the Lakers are only going to make the, if if the Lakers are only going to be a better team. LeBron has shown that he has not slowed down one bit. For you to say, you know, it wasn't like a decline like Kobe's. Uh, rest in peace, or kind of like Jordan's, where he wasn't Air Jordan anymore. He was post up Jordan. Mm-hmm. LeBron has shown like God, and then with Anthony Davis barely going into his prime, you know, the the Lakers mm-hmm. could trade for Chris Paul. You know, Chris Paul shown that he can, he still got it. You know, Lakers, you know, Lakers aren't going anywhere. And um, but I wanted know, to mention just, uh, Steve Ballmer sitting up there as it was falling apart. In that game seven, shaking his head. You know, that's the guy, like I said, he's with guys worth $40, $50 billion. Yeah. And, you know, that guy's, that's the guy who's, who's used to, he's used to winning. You know, he was, that's a top three guy. In life. He's, at, he's yeah. used to winning in life. Microsoft was him, Bill Gates, and Paul Allen, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's like he, 
uh, for somebody like that with that much money who's had, who's been that successful, you know, that had to eat at him really bad to sit there and watch that with as much as, as he's oh, you yeah. know put into uh, as, as this franchise since he you know since he bought yeah. it. I mean, think of, and think about it. He's he's building that new stadium in Inglewood that's going to cost him I don't know how many billions of dollars. Um, but real quick, also, if you're the Clippers, who do you who like? What would you do? Would you get rid of Doc Rivers? I mean, not only if I could get some. I mean, I, I mean, if it's you know, yeah, um, if you, you would only. But if you could get maybe like a, well, remember he has Ty Lue on his and Sam Cassell. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, yes. those, those, I told it. If it's a Ty Lu, who's a proven championship coach, yeah. or Sam Cassell, who I think everybody thinks that he's one of the smartest guys who hasn't mm-hmm. been a head coach yet, the only question would be like, if it's, you know, what will his personality be like? But as far as just basketball IQ, mm-hmm. I think everybody knows that Sam Cassell has that basketball acumen. Well, remember, and not only that, but remember, you, it, it's, it's so touchy because it's like Kawhi. The, the the Clippers went from being last year everybody respected them even as Laker fans you could say damn they with with they traded away everybody and they still made the playoffs like you know respect to them they went from that to being the most unlikable team bro and 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 you got to deal with a thirty year old Kawhi Leonard who doesn't want to play back to backs. He doesn't want to do this. He doesn't want to do that. So whoever comes in there, you know, you're walking on eggshells, man. You got to understand the situation. Like, yeah, you can come in and coach, but just so you know, Kawhi doesn't play back-to-backs and whatnot. But anyway, so let's go on to the real stuff, the Lakers versus the Nuggets. Did the Lakers essentially seal the NBA championship with the Clippers losing? Now, see, that's that's where I can't go. You would think you would look at it and go, "Okay, the Lakers are the highest seed remaining." But Wilson, Wilson, Wilson have the best. Oh, let me finish. Yeah, best the best okay. record of any team left. They have the two okay. best players left, and let me mention that LeBron and AD uh, both made first team All NBA. Uh, I think I read that it was the thirteenth time in Lakers history that where that happened. I know Shaq and Kobe did it uh, three times together. And I think the other, t- I think Magic and Kareem did it twice together. I think the other times were, were uh, Elgin Baylor and um, and Jerry West. So congratulations to and, them. And I'm, and probably probably um, Magic and Worthy. Probably. A no, I don't. I don't think Worthy ever made first team All NBA. Ever? So, He's a Hall of Famer though. You would think. Nah, yeah, but he wasn't. He wasn't like a. For, you know, he had to compete with. You know, I mean, with other forwards, Larry Bird, Larry Bird and. Uh, Carmelone coming Carmelone. out, and different people. Yeah. So, but um, but, but okay. So, so you're saying that? But Wilson, come on, dude. The like the Lakers already saw. Okay, when Denver's on the ropes, you gotta get rid of them. But I'll let you state your part. Yeah, I just think that, like I said, the Lakers have the two best players left in the bubble. They have okay. the, they have the best if the best record of any team left as far as regular season record. Um, and I, but, but at the same time, if, if I said on Twitter, if the bubble has taught us anything, it's to expect nothing. Uh, because yeah. who would have thought? I mean, I know, you know, I, I was one of those people who thought that Miami could beat Milwaukee, but I was still, mm-hmm. you know, I, it was still surprising. I called it the biggest second round of that I, history. I, I, We've seen two, I three, one comebacks, you, you know. Wilson, I've told you, I told you before we were to make the pictures, I don't like this Milwaukee team for the playoffs. 
Giannis shows that when the time when the, when it's crunch time, the type of player that he is, you cannot count on him to get you buckets. And I told you, I was like, I mean, I you just kind of had to pick Milwaukee because it's like they're the best team. But just because they're the best team doesn't like you know every team is meant for the, the regular season or the playoffs. But on paper, did the Lakers secure the championship? I would probably say so. Like I said, with them having the, I mean, because the teams that are left, like Miami, the Nuggets, and Boston, are mm-hmm. they're not the team. They're not like Milwaukee. They're not like the Clippers. Like yeah. the other teams that are like you look at them and okay, well they have really. Like they might have more guys top to bottom, but they don't. Yeah. You know, none of those teams have like the. I mean, Jokic is—he's great, great, great. Uh, I had a, I made a tweet about him and his, you know, what he's done in, over the last two years in the playoffs. His numbers are basically somebody else retweeted. Adding, uh, basically, only him and Larry Bird have put up the numbers that he's put up in the postseason. Of course, Bird did over you know many more games, but still, Jokic is just a, a monster who's gotten better in the postseason in the last two years. But you know, you wouldn't really put uh, Tatum or so Jimmy much, Butler so or so Jokic the, on the yeah. same level as Braun and AD. And AD. And you know, they're, the Titans. They're on the level below them. Right. And so the so you know, it's like the Clippers had a guy who's on that level, plus more guys around him than LeBron and A D have. And so did, you know, Milwaukee. You know, even though it wasn't the, yeah. the gap wasn't as wide. But these are three teams that you know, nobody thought yeah. the Nuggets or the Heat would be in the conference finals. So let alone you would, yeah. you, would you know, you don't really expect either one of them to be the well, not only that, not only and then that, Boston but... is so young. Boston's like one of the youngest teams to ever be in the conference finals. Yeah. So the you only, have to look at the them only, and say the only veteran player they have is Kemba. But yeah, and he's never been but this team but this team this team has already been to the Eastern Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. Remember? They took Cleveland to game seven and Tatum but, was yeah. on that team as a rookie. But if you look um, at it, you wouldn't think. But it's a bubble, we, so it's a little different. You would think, okay, like I said, I mean, you already are getting to it. You're getting at it. Like, it's setting up for LeBron to win his fourth ring. You, that's how it looks, yes. you know, yeah. just based on who's left. You would go, okay, everything has just fallen, fallen into place. And a year where I feel like the Lakers are still really like a, they're one piece away, and they might win it. You know, they might win it the even only, though they're still the missing only, their third the piece. Only, the only two teams that could beat them are already out. Right, Milwaukee, and, and that's what you would think. But like I said, yeah. who knows? Who thought Denver would beat the Clippers? Yeah. You know, you just yeah. don't know. Um, um, but um, the beauty about this team is that they no longer are looking for that third option. It's just LeBron. Kobe, that's our LeBron, AD, and that's it. And, and, and Rondo, Rajon Rondo has been big, and I've said all oh, along, yeah. they need him. He's a playmaker. Yeah. He's the only guy that they have outside of LeBron who can create, yeah. who, who could, you know, like I always say, I always think about um, John Calipari when he was coaching it. I think yeah. it was in Memphis. He was running that offense, and he was saying, that, you know, he wants guys who can put the ball on the floor and make something happen. And Rondo's not much of a scorer, but Rondo is a creator, you know. And so they, so he's that third guy who's, who can come in and who can fill up a stat sheet, flirt with a triple-double, get 15 and, and assists, whatever and it is. And he's, 
and he's fresh. He hasn't played yeah. in damn near six months. Yeah, so he's you know, that X factor. As much as Lakers hate on him, he's he's the third or I mean, the, you know. No, you know what? I think I think the Lakers appreciate Rondo, the player who I mean, he just he can't do anything right. Is KCP? Mm-hmm. So you know, um, but you know, it's going back to the Kobe and Shaq era, where the during the three peat they didn't care about who their third option was. It was just Kobe and Shaq, Le- LeBron and AD, and we just need a good, a good, good solid role players that know their position, know what they're doing, play defense, and occasionally hit hit jumpers or occasionally score. But you know, and I, and I didn't um, think I've been on the record very, very vocal about my opinion that I didn't think that you could win a championship like that in today's game because there's just too many good players and every team has a bunch of guys who can, you know, put the ball on the floor and make stuff happen and create. And I was very vocal about thinking that you couldn't win with two guys with such a top-end team like that, like Shaq and Kobe did, especially in 01 and 02. You know, Glenn Rice was still, you got to give respect to Glenn Rice in 2000. But, you know, it's looking like, like I said, it's shaping up. It's like everything is falling into place. And the thing about LeBron is, He's the type of guy. He's he, he's gonna look at this, and and the closer it gets, and the and the more he he, yeah. he realizes, the more he starts to go, okay, this is looking like more and more. And he already he was the m- main person who wanted to make sure that they finished the season because he thought they had a chance to win it all. And more and more yeah. as it as it begins to shape up and things fall into place, it's motivated. The, it's yes, motivated. the more da- the more dangerous he's going to to get. Yeah, you know, as as he yeah. begins to smell it and sense it. And think, okay, yeah. this might it's, it's might it might be right here for us to, to yep. do this for real, you know. Like it's yep. like I said, like it's setting up that way. So let me ask you something. In 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 the last year, he was on the Heat. Who was the better team, the Heat or the Spurs? The year I the mean, Spurs beat the Heat. The better team. I mean, I think the Spurs. See, the, by then Wade was kind of you know. Way wasn't the okay. same guy, you know. So, so it was really you look, you look. So from 2010, 2011, and on, ever since LeBron lost to the Mavs, LeBron has never lost to a worse team. Exactly. He has the only team you could probably say maybe. It sh- maybe they weren't the better team, but it should have been a way closer series. Was the Spurs because mm-hmm. I don't think that team had any right losing in five. They should mm-hmm. that should have been a six or seven game series. But mm-hmm. ever since since the Dallas series has been over, LeBron has never lost to a lesser team. Yeah. So, but and I and I think uh, going back, like I said. Going back to the the, you know, the Lakers being top heavy, Rajon Rondo again. If he continues to play well, he could be yeah. the difference uh, because he's yeah. almost like a a third guy when he's out there, you know, being playoff Rondo, doing Rondo things, just like a the few real, years ago. The real, the real playoff Rondo. Yeah, like, like a few years ago team, when, like when he was when, yeah when he was in Chicago, uh, and they were about to get the Celtics up out of there in the first round before he before he got hurt. If they went up 2-0 on the Celtics and then he got hurt. But, you know, that would have been a, you know, and the Celtics were like a high seed. 
So he's he's the type yeah. of guy who can change a, a playoffs a team's playoff fortunes and can change a playoff series. The good thing the good thing about the Lakers is that they got a bunch of six five, six six players on the wing that can play defense. Like Kuzma has shown he's excellent he's been excellent in the bubble defensively. Excellent. Yeah. So he can he can you know, you can't stop Jamal Murray right now, but he can at least make it difficult on him, you know? And then um, hopefully they beat the 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 the, the Mavs and the, the Nuggets, and then you know you got KCP who's great defensively. You got Kuzma, you have uh, Morris, you have these players that they can guard like the the Jimmy Butlers and the Jason Tatum's. You know, like you can't stop them, but at least you can put a body on him. Right, um, but it's the Lakers team that's starting to they're peaking at the right time. They're playing yeah. their best ball, their their best ball again when they need to be playing it. Uh, so it's looking promising. It's quickly right. on that Eastern series. And, uh, game two is going to be. It's early in the morning right now. It's one twenty four a.m. on a Thursday morning. So game two of that Eastern Conference Finals is going to be later on today uh, between Miami and and Boston. Boston took. I'm sorry, Miami took the first one. Uh, and a close one, a nail biter down the stretch with Bam Adebayo making one of the greatest blocks we've ever seen. Uh, almost seemed like he almost should have broken his hand blocking that Jason Tatum oh, duck. Do you agree with Magic that that was the greatest defensive play in playoff history? Oh, I mean, I, I've seen. You, know, you, you got to think about that LeBron block against. Uh, you know, yeah. I mean, I guess Iguodala. You know, people brought up something I hadn't thought about. Right. The Larry Bird steal. Steal, yeah. Or, or, you know, people brought up today with somebody I hadn't thought about. No, I remember the Tayshawn Prince block against Reggie Miller in oh, the conference yeah, finals yeah. when he came out of nowhere. Yeah. It went almost like a goal ten. Uh, and then, of course, you got you know Jordan. I mean, and 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 Grant and and Pippen. You know, stuffing Charles Smith in '93, one of the most iconic defensive plays. Even though it was you know those three guys you know making the play, but um, yeah. You know, that is I, definitely it's definitely one of the best. Yeah, it's up there. Maybe not the best, but it's you know. And it'll you know, uh, yeah. in all those situations, you know, all those but those teams, are, those teams won the championship. They made those defensive plays. Well, so that was what was crazy. Too. What was crazy was that you, you mentioned Tayshawn, you mentioned the LeBron, you mentioned the Larry Bird. Those were there was one was a steal. And the other two were blocks on layups. This guy, I mean, he met him at the rim. I mean, that's, I think, what, if you were to call it the best, that's the only thing that would stand out. Like, it, like Tatum went, he, he, Tatum, Tatum didn't go for a layup. He went for a slam dunk. <laughs> and he met him at the rim, bro. Everything else, the other plays you mentioned, they were just layups. I remember when Dominique, Dominique Wilkins said that. When he went up for a dunk, either he was going to dunk it or the guy trying to block it was going to get his arm broken in the rim. And Tatum, yeah. that's how Tatum was going up. And it looked like yeah. a bam shit had got his hand broken yeah. trying to block the dunk. But he blocked it because was, Tatum was trying to throw it I, down. I and, think Tatum should have went with two hands, though. Mm-hmm. But, On a dunk but, like that. But how do you see that going, going forward? I, kinda, I, I just like this Miami team. I think they match up well. You know, if, if Boston if had I'm Gordon Hayward, it would be different. The, the Lakers the Laker fan in me wants the Heat to win just because I think they 
the Lakers would have an easier time with the Heat, but I just I I think Boston is a deeper team. But you know, you got Jimmy Butler, man. You know, and the Heat, man. They, they, people have compared them to the, the 2004 Pistons. Yeah, you know, they got a bunch. They got a bunch of guys who can, you know, who are basically interchangeable. You know, yeah. like they just this position, a positionless team. I mean, you got Dragic, who's probably been their best player at least on offense during the playoffs. Dragic, Butler, uh, Adebayo, and then you have you know, uh, uh, Kyle uh, Nunn and Tyler Harrow and Jameson Crowder. You had Duncan Robinson. You have Iguodala, who's always seems to be on on the team that's contending for a championship. Wait, was he named? Was he named after Tim Duncan and David Robinson? I don't know. <laughs> He's white. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, Tim Duncan those. wasn't. Tim Duncan wasn't. Yeah, know. those were the two whitest black players, Duncan <laughs> Robinson. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what are the odds that his name is Duncan Robinson? Yeah, I, that's I'm pretty, pretty sure he didn't even think about that, huh? No, I never thought about that. I mean, yeah. guys can freaking shoot it, but yeah, yeah. Man, I think I think I, but I'm actually I'm afraid of this Miami team because they're unorthodox. They're unorthodox, even though like it's you know it's a superstars league, but they're you know they don't have a superstar, but they're you know, I just think you know they're really smart. They play hard. They're fearless. They're another team that really doesn't have anything to lose. It's a real Pat Riley like no. team, and you know it would just be interesting. I think uh, if we had to face them. Oh. Yeah, I want to tell something real quick. Okay, I think this is how you can tell there's the levels to players, right? For example, Kawhi. He's people are calling him out, but he's not getting crucified the way LeBron would have gotten crucified had that been him, right? And you can already see the writing on the wall. People like Skip Bayless. People like. Well, first of all, he didn't have to beat the Clippers or the Milwaukee, and he was in a bubble. So, you know, whether if he wins, they're going to use that excuse that he was in the bubble. If he loses, then they can just straight up say he loses. But it's crazy, like, someone as, like, as good as Kawhi, who's top right now, who's a top three player. Mm-hmm. And he's just, he, he's not getting crucified like you would think he is, like he should. Well, it's just kind of like Steph Curry. It's all based on what the yeah, expectation like was. Well, also what the expectation was yeah. when you first came in the league. LeBron would came in the league as freaking King James, the chosen one. You know, yeah. even somebody like Durant. You know, people from day one expected Durant to be this, which they didn't really expect Kawhi or Steph Curry to be what they became. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't they change. Kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, that doesn't change, even though they became these all-time great players. You know. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, I saw I saw a tweet about Paul George, and I thought it was the funniest thing. You know, he said, "Oh, this wasn't a championship of last year." He goes, "Paul George is the kind of guy to lose a pickup game and say, man, I wasn't even trying.'" <laughs> yeah. Um. He so went. Yeah. From, yeah. So. Go ahead. Um. Just final thought. Super happy about my PS Five. Super happy that the Clippers fucking lost because they're a loser franchise. They're just a loser. They're just a, I'm telling you, they're the Bills. I mean, they're the Browns. They're the, the Lions. They're just, it's a loser mentality franchise that they have. 
And that's why Steve Ballmer, when he moves to Inglewood, he needs to completely re rebrand new new team, get rid of that Clipper name. Because it, you know, as long as you attach Clippers to your name, people are just gonna be the losers. Losers. And you know what? I, I've never been the LA guy. Even if they win a championship, they'll never be anywhere near the Lakers. You know, it's kind of like it's like when the Angels won. I get it. Angels are Anaheim. It's a little different. But the Angels just, they were never going to compete with the Dodgers. <laughs> the, sorry about that. In the L.A. market. You know? <laughs> Jesus. He must be yeah. sleepy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just going to crash and burn right now. But, you know, it's like the White Sox. The White Sox won a World Series in 05. And yet, it's always going to be a Cubs town, man. The Mets, the Mets, you know, they went to a couple World Series. It's just, dude, you got to rebrand. Clippers, that name is fucking trash, dude. I was rooting for the Clippers. I've never been a, the Lakers fan who hated the Clippers. The Clippers were always nothing when I was growing up. Why would I hate the Clippers? The Clippers are never even, they're not even, because the Clippers you don't, have to talk about all the sports. You don't hate the Clippers team. You hate the Clipper fan. I don't the hate Clippers team. fans. I don't even know any Clippers fans. Besides Clipper, Clipper you know, it's just, it's just, just, And you don't even know him personally. It's just, they're and Billy so, Crystal. like I said, they're just so obnoxious and they just say, they just love to have that underdog mentality and like trash, man. Trash, trash organization. Trash. All right, guys. <laughs> Donald, Donald Sterling's probably happy as hell that he sold that team. <laughs> it was a team. Donald Sterling, Donald Sterling deserved the Clippers, and the Clippers deserved Donald Sterling. <laughs> exactly. They were a match made in heaven. Well, Donald Sterling, well, Sterling wasn't that bad, man. He got screwed over. Yeah. Towards the end, he, he was actually starting to spend money, right? Because yeah. he brought he, – he was – was Unless he the running owner? Chris Paul, yeah. Yeah, and they had DeAndre Jordan, and, and it was the year that it was in 2014. Damn, that was mm-hmm. time ago. But they were already really good when Steve Ballmer bought them, mm-hmm. you know? But, yeah, just trash organization. Tossing garbage. I took a dump this morning that looked better than the Clippers organization. And I well, had that was a I guess you're, you know, letting all on the Clippers fans that you hate so much. I guess that makes you yes. feel good. Yes. Any more? Is that it? No, that's it. I would just like to tell all the Clippers fans, thank you for a great season. But fuck you guys. <laughs> and I would love to rub my genitalia on you guys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So that's it, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. So just trash organization, man. <laughs> garbage, garbage, garbage. Okay. Sucks. All right. So before we get out of here, just a reminder to follow the podcast. You know, on whoever whoever started the Clipper franchise, or whoever decided to just start that, their mom should have swallowed them, dude. Whoever decided <laughs> Who started the Clipper franchise. Who the who, who started the Clippers franchise? Well, I think weren't they the San Diego Clippers? 
Yeah, it was Buffalo Braves first. That's where they. That's yeah, but, where but, but the name the Clippers. The name the Clippers. Yeah. yeah. So whoever decided to name that, your mom should have swallowed you. You got too much animosity for a, a franchise that is like. They just started getting good like 15 years. That, when they got Elton Rand, that, that mm-hmm. was the first, the 2006, that was the first good team they ever had, really. You know? Oh, they're, they're fucking trash. Garbage. All right, that's it. Okay. So, before we get out of here, just a reminder to follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at TCP underscore pod and like it on Facebook. Just search for the Complete Player Podcast. Send feedback and mailbag questions to Wilson Report Redux at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, review, or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. The show is also on SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. We are out. <laughs>